Welcome to Mature Allure, where we highlight the experiences and perspectives of women in midlife. I'm your host, Sherry O. And today I'm really happy to welcome back Ellie Klein. She's a dating mentor and the owner of Your Dating Bestie. Hi, Ellie. Hi, Sherry. Thanks so much for having me back. Thank you for coming back. I had to have you back because this is Valentine's Day week. So, you know, you go in the grocery store, it's all Valentine's and all, I should say all Valentine's and Super Bowl. So there's two things going on at once. But (laughs) (laughs) One for the girls, one for the guys. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. So um, thank you for coming back. Hey, Ellie, how have you been? Good, thank you. I've um, I've been busy. Had a Christmas vacation, Christmas New Year's vacation, mm-hmm. um, and you know, back into it now. And uh, yes, Valentine's Day is looming this week. Oh, it is. It is. It is. So, how's everything going with your dating bestie? It's good. So, um, just a refresh on what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a community-based uh, community. <laughs> Sounds funny, but you know, I was going to say program, but I thought you know, it's community-based, and I help um, single women who are looking for their Mister Right in a, com- and I do it in a community setting. So I have a step-by-step system, but the but there's, I put far more emphasis on the support. So there's 24-7 access to me inside the community to help you implement the system. And then you've got, you can learn from the other women and what they're going through. You can support each other and make friends. And I'm also a professional writer, so I write my clients' dating profiles. And oh, wow. that gives them a little edge online. Yeah. And yeah. Um, I wanted to do this and I wanted to do it this way because I feel like there's a lot of information out there and not a lot of implementation. So mm. there's there's not a lot of people there to help you when you really need it. And so that's why I make myself available 24-7. If, if I'm not sleeping and you contact <laughs> me, I will help you. <laughs> but I don't care what, what day it is or what it, it doesn't matter. Um, and if there's an emergency, I, I'll jump on the phone with my clients, like a breakup so- or something. Did you call it a sport? Did you call dating a sport? Uh, no, sorry. It must have been something I said with my accent. Um, I helped with the sport. And I was oh, like, wait, sorry. did I? I said support. Support. I was like, wait a minute. Oh. She called it. Okay. It could be seen as a sport, maybe. Well, it could be seen that way, yes. Yeah, um, but yeah. I call it your dating bestie because I do take a best friend approach to helping my mm-hmm. clients. I don't have like office hours or anything. I'm just there for them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, tell us, and you did this last time you were here. You told us a little bit about your story. Share your story with us again. Yes. So I didn't meet my husband until I was 38, and we didn't get married until I was 42. And mm. I just looked. I, I did 11 years of online dating. Um, I did it in three countries. <laughs> so obviously Australia, because that's where I'm from, also Canada and the US. I lived in New York, had boyfriends in New York. Um, and I just like, I was like, what am I doing wrong? And mm. and then I 
I, I actually worked with a dating coach myself and I had some counselling and I read some books and I tried different ways of going about it and then I finally sort of realised that the reason I'd had so much trouble finding someone was because I didn't know, I didn't really know what I was doing with dating. I was approaching it in ineffective ways and then when I started being more effective in my approach to dating, I, I found David pretty quickly actually and then I think, I could have been married 10 years ago. <laughs> well, when you say effective, what do you mean by effective? Okay, well, I mean, just one of the obvious ones is that women will go for certain traits. So they'll be like, I would need him to be this tall or I need him to be blonde or brunette or this race or this religion or university educated or have this kind of career and live in this kind of place, whatever. And they're not the things that really matter. Um, you really, it's, it's really more about finding someone who you're comfortable around, whose company you enjoy, who treats you like gold, who you can communicate well with, who's trustworthy, who's a teammate and, and all these things. And, and that person is unlikely to tick all of your boxes in terms of like height and weight and hair color and, you know, career and this and that and the other. And so instead of ruling out anyone who doesn't fit into those sort of parameters, it's more about like if you're looking, say, if you're looking online, instead of looking at a dating profile or like do I find him attractive or does he have these credentials, it's more about looking at the whole package and, and thinking if this person was smart and funny and I enjoyed their company and they treated me well, would I find them attractive or, you know, would, would and then if they, if that, if there's a possibility, um, swipe right and see what happens. Like they might not even match with you. And then if they match with you, see if you swap a few good messages. And then if you swap a few good messages, speak on the phone. And if you speak on the phone and that goes well, you meet for a date. If that goes well, you meet for a second date. Because the thing is, out of a hundred guys that you might swipe right on, you'll probably only end up on a date with five of them, and mm. you and you've probably only got a chance of maybe one or two of them becoming a boyfriend. And so, you know, and then you need to. It, it's more about um, how you feel around them and how they treat you and how they show up as a partner to you. Uh, and then, and then you won't care that they're five ten instead of six foot or whatever. You won't care that they didn't go to a fancy university. You'll just care that you can have a good conversation with them. So it's just um, not being. I mean, that's just one example of how I approach dating really ineffectively for so many years. And well, when uh, you're doing, when you're coaching, is that like one of the main things you're? How do I want to say this? That is that one of the main things you're really teaching or working with the individuals that you're working with on and how receptive are they to that? Oh, look, <laughs> everybody's resistant to this. Every I was resistant to it. Um, everyone's resistant to it. But if you can just push yourself out of your comfort zone a little bit and just be a little bit more open-minded and let someone through those filters you just never know because I'm I'm a prime example of it so my husband was not what I was looking for on paper like I thought he was cute but and I thought yeah. he was he seemed fun but I didn't think we were a match I didn't think we were a match until about the fourth date 
<laughs> I just thought he was cute and wow. nice. He, I thought he was cute and nice, and, and he liked me. And um, mm-hmm. and, and and I was being more open to what can happen. And so he was he was ten years older than me. And I, he, now he does not look it. We look about the same age, yeah. um, but he is. And I was never interested in older older men. Um, mm-hmm. But he, I mean, like you wouldn't know it if you met him. You'd, think we were the same age um but there were lots of things we have different religious beliefs we have slightly different political beliefs he lived an hour's drive away from me um he had a cat and I was allergic to cats <laughs> and they were like I was just like eh. just thought oh we're probably not I don't know if this is going to be my forever person um but when I got to know him and all the things I was looking for, like I wanted something, someone really intelligent, and he was. I wanted someone I could have a really good conversation with, and I could. I wanted someone funny, and he was really funny. Yeah. I wanted someone who never kept me waiting by the phone. That was also mm-hmm. something I wanted, and he didn't. And and then he became, I didn't settle. That's the thing. I didn't settle. I found the right person for me in an unexpected package. Yeah, You know, I think that word settling is really interesting. People mm. use it and they say, um, yeah, I don't want to settle. or I don't think mm-hmm. I should settle. Or why should mm. I settle? But it's not really, I think about settling. It's kind of just changing your mindset. So, mm-hmm. you know, I think in, people thought of it in terms of less about settling and more about how you really think, like work within you first, change how you think Mm. about dating or even the people you're dating, then I don't think you'll see yourself as settling. No, no. I mean, it's, it's interesting that, uh, you know, uh, if what women do is they'll try and get the best guy on paper that they can possibly get. And then put up with all of his nonsense, right? So, That's and I, and I'm, I'm using nonsense as a euphemism. <laughs> but, I mean, he could, be, he could be moody. He could be difficult. He could be argumentative. He could be not thoughtful. He could be not a good listener. He, you know, like you're, I think you're really settling. Like who cares if he went to Harvard and he makes however much money a year and it's like and he's tall and good look. I mean, who cares if you're if if you're kind of miserable with him? Um, yeah. yeah. So that that when you change your mindset around settling, and so no, I would never ever want any of my clients to be with someone who doesn't make them truly happy. Like I'm absolutely helping them try and try to find someone who makes them truly happy, but pointing out that it might not come in the package they expect. And if they don't give those maybes a chance, like especially online, if they just flick past them way too quickly, then their Mr. Right could just sail right by them. Yeah. 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 Well, let's talk Valentine's Day. Because okay. <laughs> um, I remember when I was single, that was always... I mean, it wasn't stressful, but it was kind of like, okay. And the older you get, it's like, okay, well, let me just not expect anything Mm -hmm. because, you know, I put my expectations really low, whereas other people have very high expectations on Valentine's Day. So what's your take on the day? Look, I think that, and look, don't, I I hope that people know that I can relate to their misery. Okay. Mm -hmm. I had 
one good Valentine's Day in my entire life before I met my husband and I was 21. I was 21 Mm -hmm. and my my Canadian boyfriend sent me flowers to my office in Sydney. (laughs) And I thought that was really cute. I was I was we were doing long distance and whatever and that was really cute and I didn't expect it but ever I never had another good Valentine's Day until I met my husband so I certainly know what it's like to be yeah. like oh another day and oh, you know and I always looked at the cards because I love the cards and yeah. I never had you know sometimes I had someone to buy them for but I didn't know if they were going to get me a card and all you know and it just uh, the yep. day just kind of went by and then Australians are particularly cynical and so they, <laughs> they, they don't they don't get into it like Americans do you know like you guys really get into all your holidays your Christmas mm-hmm. and your Halloween and you and you know and that's and so that's what I was going to say I think Valentine's Day isn't just an opportunity to have a bit of fun like, yeah. don't, ta- don't take it too seriously. Um, we live in a society where there's cards and there's a, a, a gifts and there's events and there's things. And, you know, if there's a card you want to buy or an event you want to go to or something fun you want to, like, just have fun with it. And if yeah. you don't have anyone to share it with, have, have fun with yourself. And I don't mean that the way it sounds. So, I mean... I was going to think, okay. I mean, you could romance was, yourself if you want to. Exactly, exactly. But, no, but what I mean is, um, you know, just do something that will make you feel good, like book a massage, go, like go order your favourite food and, and watch some girly show or or you can um, get together with your girlfriends. They call it Galentine's Day. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah, so just. Just have fun with it. And, look, and if, if it's no big deal to you, well, then don't worry about it. Like just yeah. let it, it is just another day in the end. But if you can have some fun with it, then I say have fun with it. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I, I might be a little cynical on that Galentine's Day thing because <laughs> it's like you spend all your time with the girls anyway. Why is this, <laughs> you know, but that's a whole nother, that's a whole nother thing. That's me. Um, what, if you're in a new, <laughs> what if you're in a new relationship? How should someone who's been in a relationship maybe a couple months and Valentine's yes. Day is rolling around, how should they oh approach it? Yeah. Yes, it, uh, it can be a bit precarious. Mm-hmm. Um, look, I think, and I had this, I was actually only with David for three weeks when we had our first Valentine's Day. Whoa. I know. And I was just lucky that I he is the type of person who is like any excuse for a celebration. And so he loves to get into things like that. And it was it just happened to fall on a Saturday and and so we were gonna have brunch together. And I think we had a little bit of a word like I said to him, I I like the cards. I like, you know, I like Valentine's cards. And he's like he said, Don't worry, I know it's Valentine's Day. I'm like, okay. You know, and um, and so it was really fun. I gave him a card. He gave me like a bunch of cheesy gifts, and it was really cute. And I was just happy to have to be with someone who can have fun with it, and acknowledged the day, and acknowledged our little new relationship. And I was happy with that. And so if you're, but it, honestly, it is so different for every single person that mm-hmm. I really do think it's worth having like a very brief and light 
word about it and um and just say hey what do you think of valentine's day <laughs> and see what they say see what they say they might go oh stupid i don't like it or they might say oh yeah you know, like maybe we should do something like you just don't know i think you really do need to have a little check-in and if you want some acknowledgement of it um then I think you need to express that. And, and you could say something like, look, I know it's it's commercial and silly and whatever. I don't expect you to go out of your way or get me a gift, but just something, anything, yeah. just something yeah. on the day. And you could say, I'm going to be getting you something or doing something for you um, mm-hmm. and I'll, I'll, leave it, I'll leave it up to you. Um, and just, just have a, like maybe a little word about it and, uh, and that's it. And you know what? I think. Like our conversations are for women in midlife. I -hmm. think at this point in life, if you can't have a conversation like that with Mm -hmm. a man that you're seeing or you feel uncomfortable bringing that up, maybe he's not the right person. Mm, I agree. And, and, and then it becomes not about Valentine's Day and about you guys being able to communicate. Yeah. Valentine's exactly. Day is just an opportunity to communicate about something. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, so what should, what are some suggested dates maybe for new relationships on Valentine's Day? I heard you say you guys went to brunch. You had brunch already planned. Yeah. But yeah. yeah what are some suggested types of activities? I think, I mean, obviously, I think that you should do whatever makes you feel comfortable as a couple. So, if you if you know that your partner like the last thing on earth they'd want to do is go out to dinner or well then don't drag them out to dinner but yeah. um try and do something that you would both enjoy i mean like that might just be ordering in their favorite food and watching their favorite movie together uh, that that might mean the world to them uh, mm. or or it might mean the world to get dressed up and go out or it might be fun to go and do an activity like play mini golf or go to the movies or or have a picnic or you know it just it just depends so um and and there's also you can have a look around i would say have a look around at your local area and um see what's going on because there might be something that really takes your fancy like just in sydney like some of my local restaurants are having fun little events and maybe we'll go to one of them, you know, like yeah. it just, uh, it's just an opportunity to, to have fun and spend time together. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what, uh, okay. Everyone's on social media yes. and, you know, people get caught up watching other people's lives. Mm-hmm. You know, what, it, what are your suggestions for handling the Valentine's day, uh, how do I want to put it? Post all mm-hmm. of the posts, all of the, you know, oh, I'm going here or doing this. I mean, you know, because some people really feel that if they don't have that going on in their lives, sure. what suggestions would you have for them in handling social media at this time too? Sure. You have to have like a little talk with yourself and 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 just remind yourself that what you see is not always what you get. And mm. um and so and Sometimes people will post things and they may have had a huge fight the night before 
or they're going to have a fight that weekend and they don't even know it. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> um, you just you just don't know. But at the same time, um, there'll be people who will post things and be really genuine about it. And I think you should be happy for them and I think you should feel inspired by it and think, I want that. So instead of being feeling jealous or, or, or envious or or negative about it, take it as inspiration and go, if they can find love, I can find love. Mm-hmm. And um I, I mean I I'm not I'm not a big social media person. In fact I I, I find it a bit, bit of a nuisance most of the time, but I do David and I have a tradition of doing Valentine's Day cards and that's the only thing we do. So we don't, we, don't, we generally, we don't go out, we don't give gifts, um, but we tend, try to find each other like the funniest card every year mm-hmm. um, and usually one that makes fun of each other a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> like we had a card that said, uh, I, like, I, I, I dislike you the least. <laughs> And um, something like, uh, you know, you're, you're, you never annoy me oh, except for yesterday, you know, whatever, something, I don't know. We just, we, we, find, we find these funny, silly cards and that's all we do. And, mm-hmm. um, and so we just swap cards and then because I love the cards, I post the cards on social media and that's it. So I've got like all our Valentine's cards for the last, um, you know, eight years or however mm-hmm. long we've been together. But, um, but. I but but in between you won't see you'll mostly see posts of our dog. <laughs> I just sorry. Cute idea. That's a cute idea. The, what, the um, cards. Yeah. That's a- yeah. I look. We find it fun. We think it's funny. Um, and so uh, we'll do cards. But um, so yeah, if you like. The, I mean, obviously, that's genuine. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a very genuine person, and I, and I am a very what you see is what you get, and, um, and that is something that we have fun with. And so I post about it on social media. But, um, yeah, but honestly, I wouldn't, I, w- I wouldn't let any social media post um, affect you too much. And if you do feel like a little bit of a rumbling, just use it as fuel, use it as motivation, and, and go, okay. Next Valentine's Day, I'm going to have someone to to give a card to, and and I'm going to get my dating profile together, and I'm going to spend thirty minutes a night swiping and messaging, and you know, like just use it as motivation. That's that's yeah. the best you can do. Yeah. Well, um, what would what would you suggest to somebody who is dating someone? Mm-hmm. It's Valentine's Day, or it's coming up. And they're kind of going to get getting the like they're getting blown off a little bit. I wouldn't say ghosted. I wouldn't mm-hmm. say that. But it's mm-hmm. like maybe a little distance. You know, how do they read that sign or what should they do? I think I know what they should do. But you as a dating mentor, what do you think they should do? <laughs> I mean, I guess if if you're dating like you're not in a relationship yet if you if it's early days mm-hmm. um i think you just have to take it as it comes if, if if you don't get a message or a card or anything on the day then so be it they're not your partner so um there's not a lot you can do but if you are in a relationship with someone 
Um, I think it just depends on how important it is to you. If it makes you feel really sad that you've got this partner who's a bit bar humbug about Valentine's Day and you're not asking the world but you wouldn't mind a phone call or a text message or an email or some acknowledgement, even if they just sent you a happy Valentine's Day with a little love heart text message, just not nothing. I think that's a really reasonable request. And yeah. you can and you can just say to your partner that this is it makes you feel sad and you can acknowledge that they don't really like Valentine's Day and they're a bit they don't feel great about it but it also at the same time it makes you feel sad to not have any acknowledgement of it at all Mm. and um and if you could just say look this is just a tiny request I would love it if you would not let the day go by without any acknowledgement of it at all like I, I just do something do whatever makes you feel comfortable even if it's just a text message but just something that would make me happy now if that person couldn't care less about making you happy, then you've got a problem. <laughs> um, you've got a problem because then it's it's not about Valentine's Day. I mean, what happens when something else comes up and you want them to care about your feelings and they don't? Yeah. Uh, so, but I do think it very much depends on the stage that you're at, and if you're if it's if you've been on a few dates and it's really early days and you're not exclusive and they're not your boyfriend or um, or your partner or whatever, um, then I think you just need to take it as it comes. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and but everyone everyone has such different feelings about Valentine's Day mm-hmm. that them not acknowledging it might not mean anything if you don't know them very well. Yeah. If okay. it, it, you know, if they if you don't hear from them on February fourteen, but then they ask you out for the weekend on February fifteen, well, just carry on. Like, yes. <laughs> yeah. um, or I mean, if you want to acknowledge it, you can, or you could send them a text and say something cute, and mm-hmm. say, you know, hey Valentine, or hey Happy Valentine's Day. See if they reply and say Happy Valentine's Day to you too. Like, um. Yeah, that, that's uh, I, you're in the in the, those very early stages. You're just getting to know someone, and you can't put too many expectations on them. But if you're in a relationship, you can absolutely communicate your feelings and make give them a very very small uh, something to achieve. Uh, just mm-hmm. an acknowledgement <laughs> of the day would be appreciated, and that's it. A small <laughs> achievement, just something, something really little. Yeah. Yeah, some a, a very small task. <laughs> <laughs> so then what if you've been in a relationship for a while mm-hmm. and you are looking to, you're not married, mm-hmm. but you've been in this relationship for a while and maybe you want a little bit more, maybe you want to be married. How should mm-hmm. someone manage their expectations? Because people have, even though it's really just a day, mm. people have expectations for Christmas and Valentine's Mm. Day and birthdays. Mm. Maybe I'll get this ring then. Maybe I'll Mm. get it, you know, Mm. on one of those days. How should they handle their expectations? Oh boy. Uh, Well, if you're, if you're not married and you want to be married, you you need to have that conversation and it needs to have nothing to do with Valentine's Day. Like don't, like don't meaning don't, don't muddy the waters um, because yeah, that's 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 
deciding whether or not to get married is is a huge deal and um and I think you kind of need to keep it as a a separate conversation to Valentine's Day and if 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 you have agreed to get married and you know that your partner is going to propose um at some point say in the next 6 to 12 months or something you need to just let them do it on their own time and you just can't have any expectations on Valentine's Day. I mean, they might decide not to do it on Valentine's Day because they think it's too predictable to do it on Valentine's Day. So, um, but yeah, but if you're waiting around for a proposal, you can't, you can't, you have to have a talk about whether or not that is something that getting married is something that you both want for your relationship. Now, let's say you've been married for years and you've never really acknowledged Valentine's Day, and after however many years of not acknowledging not acknowledging it, it kind of makes you sad. Um, you could say, "Hey, let's use this Valentine's Day to kind of rekindle our romance a little bit, and mm-hmm. let's do something. And what would be something fun that you would like to do?" And mm-hmm. so you can use it as a as an opportunity to rev things back up again. Um, but don't don't get it muddied with engagements. <laughs> It's a bit dangerous. (laughs) Yeah, it is. It is. Um, Let me ask you, you brought up dating profiles earlier in the conversation. Yes. Yes. What suggestions would you have for women who are, you know, just in general, how their dating profile should be set up? What are some key suggestions you have for them? Okay. Well, you need to have good photos. And you need about six. So you need like two good portrait shots, uh, two full body shots, maybe one in casual clothes, one in dress up dress up clothes, and and then two of something that shows your personality. So maybe it's a travel photo or it's you doing an activity like you you bike ride or you ride horses or you you know you ski or whatever you do and so a a nice mix of about six photos where the person can see your face can see your body can see you dressed up can see you dressed casually and can see you doing something you love and being who you are um is like a nice mix of photos um so that would be the first thing Mm -hmm. um the second thing is to flesh out your bio. So if your bio can sound like anybody else's bio, then it's not specific enough. So you can't just say, I like tra- you know, eating out, going to the movies and travel because everybody likes eating out, going to the movies <laughs> and travel. And so you need to dig a little bit deeper. What, what are your favourite foods? What are your favourite restaurants? What are your favourite cocktails? Like. You know, and if you like cooking, what do you cook and what's your signature dish and what do you make for special occasions or whatever and, and, and just things like that. And if you like movies, say what movies or say the last movie you saw and what you thought of it. Um, give your opinion. Say something funny or say something interesting. Um, and travel, I, you know, travel can mean anything. Just talk about your favourite destination in the world or the last trip that you went on or the place uh, the destination you've been fantasizing about for your next trip so you need to get really really specific and mm-hmm. um and and then when you start getting more specific and you start using the, your own kind of voice the the way that you would say things or the way you might joke around then it starts to sound a lot more like you and not a generic 
profile that that is just boring that someone's just going to swipe past. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, they'd probably be my first two. Uh, uh, and then a third one would be to give the person a feel for what it's like to be your partner. So you've got to remember that it's not a, it's not a resume. Um, it, you're not trying to get a job. You're trying to get a partner. <laughs> and so you want to show that you want to show that you're warm, that you're affectionate, that you're fun, that you're loving and loyal. And, and, and there are ways, different ways to get that across in your profile. And uh, they'd be the key points. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, let's see. What else do I have to ask about for Valentine's Day? Any, <laughs> any last suggestions before we go? Really, Valentine's Day, in my opinion, is just a chance to have some fun. And, 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 there are, and if you're in a relationship, there are two people having that fun, so you need to do something or that, that makes you both feel happy and comfortable. So. Don't drag someone out to dinner or whatever if they if you know they they don't want to go. Um, mm-hmm. Do something that makes you both feel good that that's both that's fun for both of you. And like David and I have our our funny card swapping ritual, and and that's the only thing we do, and and that's what makes us happy. And then if you're alone, uh, just just take the time to pamper yourself a little bit and. Uh, nurture yourself and, and book a massage or eat your favorite foods or get together with your girlfriends and and just have fun and and if you see something on social media that makes you feel a bit envious first of all don't assume what you see is what you get but but, <laughs> mm-hmm. but even if even if it is genuine uh try and use it as motivation for your own love life well thank you so much ali Thank you, thank you, thank you. This has been a great conversation. How, 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 if people wanted to get in touch with you, how do they go about doing that? Okay, well, my website is yourdatingbestie.com. My podcast is the Your Dating Bestie podcast. <laughs> and you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Substack, Medium, at Your Dating Bestie. Wonderful. Thank you, Ellie. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for coming by again, stopping by Mature Lore again. And um, tell the hubby I said hello. And (laughs) And thank you, Sherry. And happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's (laughs) Day to you too. You're listening to the Mature Allure podcast. I'm your host, Sherry O. If you have a topic in mind that you'd like us to cover on Mature Allure, drop us a note in the comments or share it with us on one of our social media channels. Until the next time, remember, self-love is the key to unlocking the radiant allure that shines from within.